0: The following podcast was previously recorded in early March 2020, before our state and school system became heavily impacted by the spread of COVID-19. Hello, and welcome to The Elective, an original podcast series by TSD World Class Podcasts. This show is all about the elective courses that students can take at the middle and high school level. These classes are often filled with students who are either passionate about the subject material or are studying it for the first time. This series will feature teacher-on-teacher interviews. These discussions will explore the elective and offer insight into what the class is all about. In today's episode, International Academy East Associate Principal, Brian Brinks, and teacher, Tiffany Mack, will discuss the class,
1: mindfulness, and purpose. Hi, my name is Ryan Brinks. I'm the Associate Principal at International Academy East, and I'm here today with
2: Tiffany Mack, and I teach the Mindfulness and Purpose class here at IA East.
1: Thanks, Tiffany. Can you describe what this class is in detail?
2: Sure. So, Mindfulness and Purpose really is to begin with a mindfulness class, really working with students to develop the skills to be present in their everyday lives so being able to breathe deeply and calmly but then also being able to take that into their other classes when they have a physics test and they're nervous being able to come back to the skills they've learned in this class take some deep breaths reconnect with their knowledge base and be able to calmly take that test and then the other piece of that is the purpose piece We can't just have a class where we all sit and meditate, as wonderful as that sounds to me, Um, but being able to take that into the school as a whole, that mindfulness isn't just sitting in a room and taking deep breaths, but mindfulness is taking compassion, empathy self-respect and self-care into the rest of the school. So we've worked on several projects and continue to work on projects this year, one of which was World Kindness Week that we worked on in November of this year. So really developing that sense of mindfulness, kindness and compassion in IA East as a whole.
1: One thing to talk about is how the IA schedule is set up. And so just, just to pause for a minute and talk about the A-B Day schedule that we have out here at the International Academy is is unique. Uh, our students take four classes every other day, so they have eight classes in total. And Mindfulness and Purpose is a class that's open to our juniors and seniors. It's an opportunity uh, for them to choose an elective amongst art, music, uh, science, mindfulness and purpose. There's a leadership class, a yearbook class, but this is a new offering that we have. Uh, so why should students sign up? for this class
2: well the primary reason is we have students who have selected to come to a school that has a high level of rigor Uh, they take six IB courses, and that's a lot, Um, and it's challenging. Um, And so it's really important that through that rigor and through that challenge, they learn how to handle the stress and anxiety that comes along with doing challenging things. Because the reality is, is this rigor that they take from the IA isn't gonna go away once they graduate from IA they're going to have rigor in college, they're going to have rigor in their lives, they're going to have rigor in in their in their career path. So, it's really important for them to learn the skills that they need to be able to handle these moments of high stress, high anxiety. Um and also be able to take that to other people, to their friendships and their their connections. Already I have students who say like well, you know, my, my friend was really anxious about this test or this project. And so we just took three deep breaths together and that helps that person. So being able to take that as well, there's they're spreading good energy, good vibes out into the school, which creates a stronger, more compassionate, more empathetic culture here as well.
1: I really appreciate how this class has has made a real impact on the culture in our building and the students are our, our leaders. Uh, and and shaping how we respond and react to Mm -hmm. difficult situations, whether they're in the classroom or in their personal lives. So Tiffany, how'd you end up teaching this course?
2: Persistence. Um, So I really began, um, I'm a certified yoga teacher um, and I really began working with yoga and mindfulness just in small ways in my classroom really probably for the last six to seven years, might just be a few minutes of deep breathing or a few moments of movement. And I continued to see that impact in my literature classes that students were, by taking those five minutes out of the 90 minutes I had with them, the 85 minutes I got from them after that were much more focused, Uh, the students were more connected, they were more engaged with each other and more engaged with the content. So I continued to see that in my classroom Um, And so I requested to do an enrichment of mindfulness with my colleague Amanda Alul and we began doing mindfulness enrichments and more and more the kids started asking for these mindful moments. I'd have kids asking in class, can we have a mindful moment or we had a C day and students were, "We're, are you going to do yoga? Are you going to do mindfulness? And so I continued to just ask for more and ask for more and Um, The opportunity opened up this past year that Ryan, you, said (laughs) that, hey, can we do this? And I said, are you serious? And he said, absolutely. And um, it's been awesome because I've had so much support in getting the supplies that I need, the time that I need, and the yeses I need to hopefully make a lot of cultural shifts for the important things, the character things that kids need to develop in high school as well.
1: So what do you see as the future of this course as we as we continue it into the rain or the remainder of this year and into next year?
2: My focus going into the remainder of this year is really focusing on peer mediation and peer mentoring. I think we have a tremendous amount of opportunity to do some mentoring, particularly as it comes to IB course selection, um, and you know what science should I take, and those sorts of things. Um, and maybe even, to some extent, just helping students with other study habits and, and things like that that the upperclassmen have some skills with. So being able to mentor students And along with that, the peer mediation, that there's some things that don't need to come down to the main office. You know, small skirmishes between students about something silly don't need to land on your desk. That students can help other students to be able to work some of those personal conflicts because that's a life skill. Being able to work through a personal conflict and be able to sit down and say, this is how I feel, this is how I feel, and this is how we're going to make it right which connects really well to restorative practices. I actually had um, Sarah Clancy come into my class in December and she's gonna come back in in March to work with the students on um, restorative practices. So all of the senior students and some of the juniors have been trained in restorative practices and the next wave of juniors will also get, um, get trained so that they can use those restorative practice skills, those questions, to run peer mediation sessions and then couple that with mindfulness. So before we even talk about what's the problem is, okay? can we just take five deep breaths together, get ourselves into a place where we can calmly address a problem? And hopefully from there, we'll be able to really make some lasting impact in terms of how students deal with conflict and how students respond to each other as opposed to react.
1: For those listeners that don't know a lot about restorative practices, or this might be a new term, how would you describe what restorative practices are here at the IA?
2: So restorative practices is just a way of really creating a culture where we restore relationships when necessary. But only when necessary, that we create a culture where we're responding to each other in appropriate ways so that we aren't constantly having to have those conflict conversations, that we are more empathetic, more compassionate with each other, that we're using effective statements as opposed to attacking each other. I feel like you you did this against me for this reason as opposed to the reaction response which is you know the that fight or flight response of like i'm either going to ignore you and cut you off or i'm really going to come after you so in that regard we're able to create a culture where we want to restore and welcome people back into the community as opposed to cutting people off and keeping them out of the community because that's that's interpersonal relationships right we 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 connect um, and so it builds connection which i think is the most important thing about restorative practices
1: so uh, my last question what have you enjoyed most about teaching this course so far this year
2: oh my goodness so many things um, the thing that i love best about teaching this class is we as adults are often telling kids you don't need to be stressed out why are you anxious oh wait until you're an adult and then you'll really feel stress and anxiety But we don't always model what it means to deal with stress and anxiety. We don't share, we don't put ourselves in that vulnerable spot of saying, I'm stressed and what I do when I'm stressed is this. And so this gives me the opportunity to show that to the kids. Because we as adults, not only have to teach them content, English, math, science, we have to teach them how to be people. And so this class gives me that opportunity to teach them how to be people um, and teach them those skills that I probably didn't learn until I was in my 30s. And man, if I would have known this at 16, I would be so much more self-evolved right now. So that is what I really love about it is seeing the kids connect and seeing particularly the kids I've had since August, just the difference I see in when I say, okay, we're gonna just take, we're gonna take 10 deep breaths and they immediately go into that calm space. And the conversations we have as a result of that are really, really powerful. And that's the other piece that I really enjoy is we get to have some conversations that I would love to have in my classroom, but we have content, it's hard. Um, So being able to talk about empathy and what that even is, and talking about compassion and talking about the culture of our school in a really open, honest way that's solution-oriented has been really, not just enjoyable, but important. So I'm hoping we can continue to have those conversations and really continue to shift the culture.
1: Well, I really enjoy talking with students about how this class has changed their perspective. And even with students that weren't quite sure this was for them back in August and September, mm-hmm. and now they are the leaders in our building talking about being mindful and being present and being vulnerable. And it's mm-hmm. just an amazing transformation. So thank you.
2: No, thank and thank you so much for allowing me to do that because I have seen that with students. I can think of one student in particular who said this is not my first choice. It was maybe my second choice and she is so vocal about how important all of this is. So it really I think opens kids' eyes to you know what else is out there besides just their, you know, common core classes.
0: Thanks for listening to The Elective, a TSD world-class podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and never miss an episode. We'll see you next time.